The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Let's get it started. Another week. Buck Blue Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. Streaming at 680thefan.com. Listen on that Fan mobile app and on the smart speaker. Howd Law Group sponsoring the 10 o'clock hour here on The Fan. Hopefully your week off to a good start. Heads up, guys. You got a week until Valentine's Day. Might want to get that lady taken care of. We got the whole gang in studio today. We got Road Dog handing out Girl Scout cookies today. Nerny uh, looking rested and relaxed after a weekend down at Lake Oconee. Uh, the the insides are still barking a little bit, Buck, but I'm going to say I'm, at, I'm probably back to 80%. Coming Man, you time. are a much better husband and father today, I bet. Oh, yeah, and I was on top of it. Derek Thomas uh, looks like he's been grinding, though. Anyway, the gang's all here. Let's get to work. Bucks. Big. Take. So, uh, did I go NFL Pro Bowl this weekend? Not. Put dresses on those guys in the Pro Bowl, man. Uh, What was that, two-hand touch? Or did I check out that NHL All-Star Skills Challenge in Vegas? What was that about? I mean, they're flipping pucks into the, the fountain. I mean, you know, what's going on there? What was my go-to sports action this weekend? Coach K's final visit to Chapel Hill? They didn't even recognize him. Or was it the Winter Olympics going on in China? Uh, No, not a chance. How about the NASCAR at the L.A. Coliseum? They looked like they were racing around my one-acre lot. Not a chance. It wasn't any of those things. Brother, I went all in with the PGA Tour at Pebble Beach, baby. The vistas on the big screen were so captivating, I couldn't pull myself away from it. And with Spieth and Cantlay on the leaderboard, man, I went all in. Now, look, both those studs faltered on the home stretch and let Joe Smo win his first event and over 200 starts on the tour. But you know what? I'm a sucker for the determination, perseverance storyline. Good for Tom Hoagie, who now gets an invitation to his first Masters, and he's now exempt on the PGA Tour through 2023. Yeah, that 5G action, man, I I couldn't pull myself away from Pebble Beach, baby. What about you? What were you doing? What were you watching out there? I'll tell you what, I went all in Saturday for the second half of the Georgia-Auburn basketball game And our executive producer, Adam Gillespie, I could see he was on TV about half the time, brother, sitting on the front row. I was a little bit jealous. Dogs were down big at halftime when I flipped over. But Crean and his team took Auburn. They took it to him in the second half. Took it to him, baby. Came storming back with the crowd going crazy. And do you know what happened then? 
the SEC officiating crew made sure the number one Tigers got all the calls down the home stretch. Every call in the last five minutes, including the one at the end, went Auburn's way. And by the way, that was the worst non-call end-of-the-game situation I've ever seen. It was a charge, plain and simple. You can't let that contact go. And look, yeah, Georgia missed some free throws. I know it. I, I get it. But those officials today, they should be embarrassed with the final five minutes of that game. I know it. You know it. Road Dog knows it. And Auburn knows it. Give Tom Crean credit for his team showing up and fighting the fight in that type of situation. Coach Crean locked in. He's fighting the fight right now. He does not hear the you critics out there calling for his head right now. He doesn't hear it. 404-231-1680, the number. So, yeah, a lot of sports on this weekend, a lot of different choices that uh, you had over the weekend. Man, I went, I went Pebble Beach. And I admit, look, we for Christmas, the family got the new big screen. And, boy, that, that pebble with the vistas on that thing, man, I could hardly pull, pull myself away from it. And uh, let's go ahead and hit that Buck Bully Show headline. Big news out there. And it's brought to you by Grease Monkey. <laughs> Speaking of Auburn, is Brian Harson getting fired today? Because that's what the word on the street is. Now, let's review. Last Friday, the AD Allen Green met with seven or eight veteran players after reports were swirling uh, of an affair. And the players reportedly were telling the AD that Coach Harson uh, lacks interpersonal skills. He's a poor communicator. And one of the guys said, especially with the poor kids from the hood, that's what Smoke Monday was saying. He couldn't communicate with the poor kids from the hood. Now, on Sunday, nearly two dozen fans showed up at Toomer's Corner for a big rally, all 24 of them. Even two police officers showed up. So I guess 26 people were actually at Toomer's Corner for the big rally for Brian Harson. They didn't even throw toilet paper around. Now, the, the affair thing started uh, last Friday where reportedly the, the report was that Harson brought a female a member from Boise State to Auburn and plugged her in as a member of the staff. I don't know, in charge of uh, assisting with recruiting, that kind of thing. Now, his wife responded on Twitter that fools and haters are the only ones bringing this stuff up. Well, I do know this, that Brian Harson, his 13 months of unrest under his direction has seen five coaches go, 20 players opt out, move on, jumping ship. So 25 total people have exited under Brian Harson's watch. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but that seems like unusual turnover to me. You know, the only impressive thing I saw out of Harson was, and typically I don't like to bring this kind of storyline up, but it is true. They, they actually played Alabama tough. Now they lost, but they did play him tough. And they went on to lose five games in a row to end the season. 
And in those five losses, three of those were blown double-digit leads, which I think reflects totally on the head coach, letting those games get away. That was Auburn's first losing season in 10 years. And do I need to remind the Auburn people that if they do cut Brian Harson loose today, that they're already paying Gus Malzahn, I believe, $3.5 million a year over the next three years as a part of his buyout. So Auburn's basketball team, they're getting protected by the officials, and they are number one in college basketball. But that football program's a mess. An absolute mess. And we'll be monitoring, uh, Derek Thomas will be monitoring this story doing the sports updates here on 680 The Fan for much of the rest of the day, monitoring what's going on over uh, in the plains of Alabama. Brian Harson could be getting fired today. 404-231-1680, the number you want to jump in here. I threw, I threw a lot on the table there to get the show started. I uh, just assumed that as soon as I complimented uh, Tom Crean and the Georgia Bulldogs for putting up a good fight. It was five on seven, five on eight, uh, apparently, Saturday over in Athens. I thought as soon as I mentioned that, we would have the haters call up and just couldn't wait to get on the show. Baloo, what are you talking about? Crean deserves to be fired. John Wooden couldn't have a winning record right now. Remember him, the former UCLA coach? Coach K could have had the job this year and not uh, and could not have won with the situation that was going on in Athens. I Come mean, on, Duke. Put up a good fight. I thought for sure the haters would be lining up to get on today. Oh, well, missed your opportunity. Coming up next, we're going to hang out with Dr. Rush and talk about the Senior Bowl edge rushers, one guy as we mentioned last Friday, really improved his stock. Falcons need a pass rusher. We'll see what Chuck Smith has to say. Coming up next, Baloo Show on the fan, 10 to 11, Monday through Friday, here on 6. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. (sighs) Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at CampMargaritavilleLanierIslands.com. Sadie. Thanks for hanging out on the Buck Blue Show, Monday through Friday, 10 to 11. We appreciate it. Might be listening on that mobile app. Beaver Toyota Cup coming. Sponsoring that. Beaver Direct, the fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next vehicle. Visit BeaverToyotaOfComing.com. Download the fan app now in the iTunes and Google Play Store. 
And i uh, tell you what, let's head to the Hobson and Hobson newsmaker line, and our truest on-up NFL reporter joins us today. Chuck Smith, doc, hashtag Dr. Rush, making time for us today. Coming off the Senior Bowl this weekend, Chuck, former uh, Falcon, Super Bowl defensive end, friend of the show. Chuck, we appreciate your time, man. Man, it's good to be here with you, Buck, as always, man. I met you back in 1980. You have aged well, my brother. You're looking good. <laughs> Long ways from uh, from working at for Bobby Post, man, down there. In Athens. <laughs> There's no doubt, no <laughs> doubt at all. So the big winner at the Super Bowl, as far as defense. See, I'm focused on the defensive line, Chuck, because I think my Falcons need some help there. Was the big winner Jermaine Johnson? No question, Jermaine Johnson and Perion Winfrey from Oklahoma, big defensive tackle. But Jermaine Johnson, he really showed his athleticism. He showed a high skill level. He, I heard he interviewed really well with all the different GMs and people that had a chance to talk to him, the scouts. But he dominated versus the run. He dominated all the top players in pass rush. He ran over him. He ran around him, Buck. It's no question. And the other kid, Perion Winfrey, two years ago, he was just the, uh, he was the junior college top juco in the country, Went goes to Oklahoma. And Oklahoma, their, their defense, they're, it's not a, built on pass rush. And so he goes down there and, and really dominates and wins the MVP of the game. He showed quickness, explosiveness, and he, he, him and Jermaine solidified themselves as surefire first-round picks. Apparently this draft is deep in edge rushers. Uh, Thibodeau, Hutchinson, Ajabo, Trayvon Walker from Georgia. You got Carl Laftis, I believe, out of Purdue. Uh, yeah. That eighth pick of the first round, Chuck, the Falcons have, is that too early to take uh, the edge rusher at that point in time? No, I don't. I don't think it is because if we look at last year and look at how they evaluated at this time in the year, no one had Michael Parsons as as high as like eight and that kind of thing. They had him later, right? So I think it's going to come down to real evaluation. But there are several edge rushers that they one start for the Falcons and can be productive. So no, all those the guys that you name, all of them are good enough to go at number eight in this particular draft. Grady needs some help, Chuck. He's tired of taking on those quadruple teams. <laughs> well, well, if that's the case, they need to figure out a way to get multiple first-round picks and get your boy, Devontae Wyatt. He is a three-technique. He gets up the field, and uh, he's, he's had an incredible senior bowl week. Jordan Davis, another one that instantly helps Grady. He's an underrated pass rusher, and he'll be better. But I definitely think, those two guys right there that are, you know, that are local that can absolutely play next to Grady and enhance the Falcons' defense. Chuck, do you think Jamari Sawyer has improved his stock? I saw him dominate Hutchinson and, jo- yeah. and Ajabo and the uh, Orange Bowl, held up really well against Will Anderson Jr. in the national championship game. You think Sawyer's a first-round guy? You know, Buck, I-, I can't say if he's a first or where he's at, cause, but I can go with the eyeball test. I love the kid's aggressiveness. He played against top competition and performed well. He was solid at the Senior Bowl, showed that he can play multiple positions. He's definitely an NFL player, and he'll definitely be in those, I'd say, Buck, between maybe third. But who am I to say right now? It's unfair, really. But the kid is definitely an NFL starter. And to me, he's going to be a huge asset. And, I mean, I just watched the kid when he's at the senior bowl. I mean, the kid, the kid has got some dog in him. He can absolutely run block. Listen, he's a role grader, but he knocks people off the ball. Interviews. Well, uh, looks like a 
you know, a uh, high character guy. Uh, I just, yeah. you know, I see everybody talking about Hutchinson and Ajabo going in the top ten, and I saw Sawyer uh, take care of business against those guys in the uh, college football playoffs. Chuck, while I got you on, let's talk a little Super Bowl here. Can you reflect back quickly into the experience, Super Bowl experience that you had and, and just what how meaningful that was for you? And, and I'm not talking about what went on after uh, off the field uh, the night before the game or anything like that, but just uh, you getting there and uh, what that meant for you. Well, the city needed it. And, you know, at that time there wasn't a lot of parity in the NFL. You know, you see Green Bay, Denver, You'd see the Cowboys, the Niners. It was the same team. So that 98 team with the Falcons, we kind of broke broke through for really the rest of the league. And exuberance, but for years, I, we, me, Jesse Tuggle, and all the guys that were the captains on the team really wanted to take our fan base, who is a really good fan base, is a little underrated, to show that, you know, to get to the Super Bowl for them. And, Buck, I'll, I've met – I got a lot of friends that are in the Hall of Fame – and they never got to the Super Bowl. And the way I say it, Buck, I would rather get to the Super Bowl and lose than never have gotten there. It's an experience that you can't even measure. I mean, the celebrity part of it, the the, the media, the support, it's just incredible, Buck, to be in that game. And right before kickoff, there's so many lights flashing. And it's a, one of my proud moments to actually get in the Super Bowl and the results you know, are in Denver's favor. But, I mean, I got a chance to play against Elway, Shannon Sharp, all those guys. And even though we lost, it was an incredible experience. Man, we were happy for you. So this Super Bowl, how many times is Burrow going to get sacked? Because it doesn't look like they protect him very well, especially on the interior. You got Aaron Donald. I'm sure they're going to try to control him. But your boy Von Miller coming off the edge. How do you see that going? And you know what's funny? And and the sneaky – uh, sleeper pass rusher is Greg Gaines, the kid out of Washington who's become a pass rusher. When he went to the Rams, everybody said, well, he's a two-gap guy, but now he's become a good rusher. Leonard Floyd is dangerous on the edge. It's going to be a tough matchup. Cincinnati's offensive line hasn't protected well. Joe Burrow has done a great job with his pocket presence and being able to slide and move in the pocket and run when he needs to. But in a one-game fit, but Aaron Donald, Von Miller, Leonard Floyd, all guys that I know very well, I'm betting on them. I mean, Aaron Donald, he is so motivated. Von, this entire defense, they are a buck. It's like, you know how you know your boy's buck. If you get in that, that fight and, and if they got one fight and it's, it's live or die, you go with your boy, he's going to fight to the death. Yeah. These Rams are going to be hard. They're going to be hard to uh, stop. But on the other end of the spectrum, this, I think it still can be a close game, Buck, because to me, the offense for the Rams, they're solid, but this isn't Patrick Mahomes. Matthew Stafford has had a phenomenal year. But on the other end, the two pass rushers, Sam Hubbard and uh, Trey Hendrickson, they're as polished and as good as the guys on the Rams' edges. Interior, DJ Reader for, the, for Cincinnati, he's an absolute run stuffer, Clemson kid. But the, Sam Hubbard, and Trey Hendrickson, I mean, they're as good a rushers as the Rams have. The one wild card is Aaron Donald, which is he's on another level than anyone in the league. Chuck, what, uh, we had National Signing Day, too, last week, and Georgia's defensive line class in this 22 signing class is, 
It's just unbelievable. Trey Scott has done such an awesome job. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Williams, Bear Alexander, right. just to name a couple. What do you think yeah. of that coup, uh, that crop they're bringing in here? Well, I think it's phenomenal. I give them a lot of credit. And, um, again, those guys, uh, Michael Williams, dominant. He's got a high pass rush skill level already. Um, I love that they were able to pull in Christian Miller. He's a bruiser. And everyone talks about five and four star. Christian Miller is as good as anybody in the country. And I tell you that right now, Bear, but the, those two that I've had experience with, with training for quite some time, Michael and Christian Miller, you, there's not two better. De- I don't care Texas A&M, UCLA, UFC. I don't care who it is, Buck. Those two guys right there are absolute super studs on the defensive line, and I can't wait to see them perform. Now I'm only 40. Buck, I, look, I, only time I pick go against Georgia is when they play my Vols. But I got a vested interest in seeing those guys in Georgia do well. So I'm rocking with those guys. I'm excited that they're going to be in Clark County, Athens, GA. Yeah, Kristen Miller looks like he's going to be a stud. And then uh, I'm reading last week where the – Number one rated player in the 2023 class, and I'm not talking about Manning. I'm talking about yeah. LT Overton from Milton High School. I've had a chance to see him play over the last couple of years. Now, he's going to graduate early and make himself available coming up in a few months. Have you seen him? What do you think about him? Yeah, I've had a chance to train LT. I think he's a, he's an, a big edge. He's a hybrid. I think what he did is good for him. I think he's academically superior. I think on the field he is superior than everyone else. There's no reason if he can get out and if he's academically ready to not to play high school anymore. And I think he's going to be a great talent. And, I mean, he's got great parents. I really love the kid. He's big. He can move. He's, a, he's an edge. Everybody says, well, he's going to be a down guy in the three. He can probably do both. But standing up as a big old before outside backer. Let me tell you who his comparison is to me, but that played at Georgia is Justin Houston, where I remember Justin was a defensive end, then Justin could stand up, but he was 275 pounds, so he was always kind of in between positions, but he found his way. And then the new way college football is, a guy like LT can stand up, play down, because he's going to see multiple fronts, whether he goes to Texas A&M or Georgia or wherever the other places he might go. But I think he brings a lot of value to the table and um, I wish him the best, but I'm, I'm happy for LT. Good kid, great family. Dr. Rush, coaching these pass rushers up. Chuck, we appreciate you dropping some knowledge on us today, man. Hey, I appreciate it, Buck, man. Wishing you the best, brother. Keep up the good work, man. We appreciate it. Chuck right, Smith hanging out here on the Hobson & Hobson Newsmaker Line. Our uh, Buck Blue Show headlines uh, a little earlier in the show brought to you by Grease Monkey, oil changes and more. It's done fast. It's done right. Visit GreaseMonkeyAuto.com for store locations and special offers. Let's get to the quarterback club. Shades on in the club. All right, let's reshuffle the deck coming off that senior bowl where Kenny Pickett went in with those small hands as QB1. And I believe most evaluators that I've been able to uh, research over the the weekend here leading into today said that Pickett entered the Senior Bowl QB1 and he exits the Senior Bowl QB1. Strong week of practice, even in the bad cold weather. Strong performance in the game. 
pro-ready, polished pocket passer. An experienced dude, too. And I think maturity is so huge for these guys coming out of college. Pickett's 23. He's a young man. And looks like he is holding on to that top spot. Now, on most, some of the boards, you got Malik Willis, who went in and, and really improved his stock out of Liberty, former Auburn player. He's got arm talent galore. He's athletic. He's got the very, probably the highest upside of any of these quarterbacks at the Senior Bowl. But not quite as polished and ready to take the wheel as Kenny Pickett is. So it looks like to me Malik Willis is QB2. QB3 didn't go to the Senior Bowl. Matt Corral out of Ole Miss injured playing in the bowl game. Didn't get a chance to participate. Sam Howell's stock went down with his week in Mobile. Had some flashes, but flashes aren't enough. Word is now he could develop into a starter at the NFL level. Probably hurts his chances of going in the first round. Coughed it up a couple times in the game. Sam Howell's stock going down. Desmond Ritter was the game MVP, but during practice, his accuracy had some issues with that. So he's probably staying right where he is, somewhere in the middle of the pack. A couple of the uh, smaller name guys, Carson Strong, inconsistent, looks really slow back there, too. And Bailey Zappi, mixed bag and mobile, had some issues, intermediate to deep in the bad weather. Looks like Kenny Pickett won, Malik Willis two, and Matt Corral number three. And there's your quarterback club today. Tune into the Business of Sports segment each week on the fan presented by Southern Company. If it's impacting business in Atlanta, the local sports scene, uh, we've got it covered. That's the Business of Sports presented by Southern Company, changing the future of energy in all the communities that they serve. Set a college football nugget. Mmm, tasty. (laughs) Time for the college football nugget. Presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. Well, I got some nuggets today. We're going to go plural on that. So we're the spun over the weekend saying, Arch Manning, now the number one player in the 23 class. Sounds like he's eliminated the Clemson Tigers. Hmm. Clemson sort of out of the mix, apparently. Uh, the front runners with Arch. As we check in today with the Manning family. You got Alabama. You got Texas. You got Ole Miss. And you got Georgia, believe it or not. Wonder if that's going to hold up. Miami Hurricanes, man, they've been busy. Mario Cristobal has put together a really impressive uh, trio with himself and his two coordinators. You got Kevin Steele that has come down to take over the defense. And over the weekend, Michigan offensive coordinator Josh Gaddis has agreed to be the new offensive coordinator with the Hurricanes. And I found it interesting what he was tweeting over the weekend, Gaddis, was saying the last few weeks showed him, and I quote, very little appreciation he was getting from the Michigan administration. Now, reading the tea leaves, what that means is Jim Harbaugh was busy flirting with that NFL job. 
interviewing with the Vikings. And apparently the Michigan brass showing Gaddis very little respect as they were trying to line up some names to replace Harbaugh. Harbaugh didn't get the job. He came back. Josh Gaddis a little upset with the lack of respect by the Michigan administration. So he's gone. And down to Miami. Joined the Cristobal staff. And how about Harbaugh? So he came back. Now he's got to find a new defensive coordinator and a new offensive coordinator. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. And a uh, shout-out to former Georgia quarterback Joe Cox. Playing quarterback for the Dogs from 2005. He was a starter in 2009. He's the new Alabama tight end coach. Last season, the tight end coach at uh, with the Charlotte 49ers, college football last season. 2020, he was a tight end coach under Bobo at South Carolina. And then worked with Mike as an assistant out in the uh, Colorado State program for three years. And I, I'll tell you what I like about Joe Cox. Now, he had a uh, college football career where he got to start for a year at a big-time program. And then he decided, okay, I'm going into coaching. So what he, he went and paid some dues. And now he catches the big career break. He's on Nick Saban's Alabama. Staff is the new tight end coach. Joe Cox, his career is on the up and up, man. Shout out to Joe. And there's your uh, college football nuggets today. Might want to join Nick and Chris this Tuesday for the live broadcast at Fairway Social in Alpharetta. Great place. Come on in for the broadcast. You can eat, play a little golf. Uh, Fairway Social located in the heart of Alpharetta, a short walk from downtown in the new Maxwell Development, 240 South Main Street. A great place to go hang and uh, hit some balls in that simulator. Check out Nick and Chris coming up tomorrow. And that takes us to the Bulldog Roundtable. The fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the dogs. And it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Baloo. 25, 20, far sideline, 15, 10, 5, get in there, touchdown! Bulldog Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union. Haug Law Group, Georgia Pack and Load, AAA, and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. George Bulldogs looking to have, I don't know, 10, 12 guys drafted in the upcoming NFL draft. Next up, the Combine gets underway the first week of March. And the Bulldogs had five players. Uh, they wrapped up their week in Mobile at the Senior Bowl yesterday. More or less, it's an NFL interview. A great opportunity for any player that gets invited to go down, work out in front of the NFL personnel people and the uh, NFL coaching staffs that are on the scene. You're uh, interviewing behind the scenes, so you've got a chance to impress during the face-to-face -face interviews. Uh, some of the guys playing in the game there, uh, linebacker Channing Tindall weighed in a little over 220 pounds, but I tell you what, he looked good on the field. Five tackles in the game yesterday, had a pass breakup, an uh, awesome player on special teams. Look for Channing Tindall. To get drafted uh, when the NFL draft rolls around. Cornerback Darion Kendrick had a solid season at Georgia. 
and played some solid football. Had a tough first day, as I understand it, but uh, after that first day, really settled in. Had a good cover game yesterday. Offensive lineman Justin Schaefer looking good. A a guy that uh, impressed with his physicality during practice. And Jamari Sawyer, as I talked to Chuck Smith about, continues to impress. Had a strong week at practice. Uh, working at the right offensive guard position at Georgia now. He was at left offensive tackle, helping the Bulldogs out, and then is moving inside where really he should have been playing all along. Showed off some versatility, though, playing tackle at Georgia when everybody knew that he would be a offensive guard at the next level. Complete package. Interviewed extremely well. Uh, looking these guys in the face, uh, interacting with the coaches and personnel guys, Heard that he was tremendous in the interview sessions and then was uh, getting it done on the field, too. Jake Camarda, the punter for Georgia, averaged 51-plus on six punts in the game yesterday. Looks like, to me, Jake Camarda is going to get drafted. And that's a big deal for a punter. Tell you what, if you're a punter and get drafted, you're doing something. And defensive lineman Devontae Wyatt, as you heard Chuck say, Really impressed during practices. His stock has gone up due to the senior bowl. Did not play in the game. Got his ankle twisted up during the week of practice. But before that happened, he was totally getting the job done. James Cook skipped out on the senior bowl. And some information coming down saying the Bulldog running back was focused on his 40 time coming up in the combine. And so he didn't want to risk getting uh, dinged up in Mobile and not being able to lay down a really good time at the Combine coming up at the first to next month. There's the uh, the Bulldog Roundtable as it relates to the Senior Bowl and the upcoming NFL Draft. If you're a golfer, man, you probably enjoyed Pebble Beach over the weekend like me, and if you're looking to play, I want you to get signed up for Bears Best uh, Atlanta. We're going to have our Chili Dip Open coming up February 25th. That is a Friday with a 12 noon shotgun start. Man, I'm looking to tee it up. It's going to be my first major of the year, so I'm anxious to get out there and tee it up. So I want to give you the heads up on this one and hope to see you out there. Only $335 per foursome, and that includes as much chili as you can eat along with some great prizes. This year's first big golf tournament is almost here. Get signed up. Uh, right now on uh, golfnow.com. That's golfnow.com. Or you can book your foursome at bearsbestatlanta.com. One of my favorite tracks here in Atlanta. It's the Chili Dip Open benefiting First Tee Metro Atlanta Friday, February 25th. Bears Best brought to you by Ghost Coast Distillery. This stuff matters. Haug Law Group, Beaver Toyota, Georgia Hemp Company, Corona, and our great friends at the PGA Tour Superstore. All right, coming up next, uh, the Super Bowl and the Pro Bowl. I'm comparing game checks, and something seems to be a little bit off about this. Come back and lay that out there for you. It's the Buck Baloo Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. 
You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. (sighs) Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at CampMargaritavilleLanierIslands.com. On the fan, 10 to 11, Monday through Friday. Look, if you miss the show between 10 and 11, don't worry about it. we got the fan mobile app. You can listen to the show, the show podcast, anytime, anywhere. So don't be freaking out on us. I know you're busy out there, aren't we all? A lot of talk in studio today about the weekend here at 680 The Fan. Many of the guys went over to Lake Oconee, staying at the Ritz-Carlton, living the high life, baby. Playing some of that big-time golf. Nerny, it looks like you're uh, – I thought you went over there to rest up, man. You look like you're uh, – like you didn't get enough rest this weekend. Uh, Yeah, well, you know, the problem was we had a bit of an after-party Saturday night back in the <laughs> Fenrin room. <laughs> Um, and that dude, man, he pours some uh, some pretty strong drinks. So, yeah, Stiff I'm, ones. Huh? Yeah, I would say that I'm probably about 80, 80 maybe 85% this morning. But it was, yeah, it was it was a great weekend. There's really nothing better than waking up in the morning, opening up the back door, and just having the sun shining right over the lake right in your face. I mean, it was it was some great sightseeing. Yeah, sure. I saw some of the boys, like Lear, uh, was posting on social media shot. Uh, it seemed like he would maybe in his uh, $2,000 bathrobe, uh, stepping out, uh, having his first cup of coffee in the morning, uh, looking at the beautiful lake in the distance, living the 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 big life, man. Yeah, the only the only issue I have was we only had one bathrobe in our room, so the wife and I had to really fight over who was going to. Clean well, that the must robe. have been fun. Yeah. Well, I won. <laughs> uh, Super Bowl week, uh, and just wrapped up Pro Bowl week, and I ran across this, and I thought, you know, something was a little bit wrong with this. So, uh, guys. Uh, uh, chime in if you feel like it here. This is what I found out. I, I was reading where the Pro Bowl winning team, the players on the winning team in the Pro Bowl, got a check for $80,000. Yeah, that's not a bad little bonus. Now, the losers on the in the Super Bowl, the losing team's players in the Super Bowl, get a check for $75,000. Something's wrong with that. Because in the Pro Bowl, Nerney, they're playing two-hand touch. I mean, am I taking that too far? No, no. And I, and I turned it on. I, I tuned in from the beginning of the game. And it was worse than, than that. I mean, for one, they don't need to be wearing pads. I don't know why the, the offensive linemen are even out there. At this point, just go seven on seven because they're not running the football. They're, they're, they're passing, which is fine. I mean, that, I don't mind seeing them chuck it up and do crazy plays. But, I mean, if you look at the receivers, and Kyle Pitts is part of it, they were running off the line of scrimmage at probably half speed uh, each time the ball was snapped. It, it really wasn't uh, – If you for football fans, it really wasn't too entertaining. Yeah, as I was saying off the top of the show, I was captivated with uh, the Pebble Beach Pro-Am this week. And even though they, they never go to commercial, you can still see the action during the commercial. I love that with the PGA Tour. I did – want to flip over and see just a moment of the Pro Bowl. And I just happened when I flipped over, 
there was a two-point conversion that they were running, and it was like the running back in the A-gap up the middle, and the linebackers and defensive linemen just sort of uh, put their arms around the running back, and that was the end of the play. And I immediately turned this, turned it back to Pebble Beach. I yeah. mean, there was more physicality going on at the, with the PGA Tour than there was in the Pro Bowl. Yeah, there. And I think JJ Watt said it best on Twitter. He said, "I've seen walkthroughs more intense yeah. than this." It's embarrassing. I mean, where this thing used to be fun to uh, check out. Now, you know, it's uh, okay. Don't 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 hit me. I won't hit you. Put a dress on those guys. Yeah, the progression over the last, specifically the last three, four, five years, it used to be more watchable even just you know ten years ago, and now it's become kind of a joke. So I like what what Sean's saying. Turn it into a, an actual two hand touch flag football game, Pascal, and whatever you want to call it, because. The yeah, the line of scrimmage play was not inspiring. I was more entertained the dodgeball that they played uh, in the skills competition the day before. That that was much more entertaining to me. I thought that was about as foolish as I. I mean, I was flipping through the channels and saw the NHL, the Hockey Skills Challenge, going on out in Vegas. Sometimes that's cool. And they were like at the Bellagio, and they were flipping pucks into the fountain. Ha! I did not see that. And I thought this is ridiculous. <laughs> What has this got to do with anything? Uh, back to the paycheck. There's something wrong. I mean, the Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl winning team gets eighty grand, and if you lose the Super Bowl, you're getting seventy five. There's there some, something wrong with that, if you ask me. Now, the winners, uh, the winning players on the Super Bowl team get one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Does that sound about right? Because you look. Uh, look at where the Rams and Bengals players, what they've done so far. In the wild card round, those teams cashed, uh, the players cashed a check for 42-5. In the divisional round, winning that game, you also got $42,500. You win the conference championship game, you get a check for sixty-five grand. So they've already made $150,000 heading into the Super Bowl this Sunday. You win the Super Bowl, you get another hundred and fifty grand. You're talking about a nice little playoff payday of three hundred thousand dollars. If you're making the league minimum, that's a pretty significant chunk. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I mean, think about some of the snappers out there. They're making more during this playoff run than they are during the entire season. Yeah, Matt Stafford might not notice that as much, but uh, yeah, the guys on the end of the roster, that's that's healthy. There's no doubt. And maybe and and the money though. You don't need the money motivation in the Super Bowl. You might need it in the Pro Bowl just a little bit, though. You, you mean like you don't you don't try to win the Super Bowl because you're making your extra bonus? Nothing hey, wrong with getting the bonus, but I guys saw, aren't inspired at the Pro Bowl. Maybe money can do that. I saw more physical play when my daughter was in the middle school powder puff game. I believe it. Than I saw in the Pro Bowl game yesterday. But just, nobody just, got hurt. I think that's kind of one of them. That's you know why even play it? Yeah, th- they need to figure something out. Well, with apparently it. Alvin Kamara he got all the physicalness out of him the night before at the oh. nightclub, so maybe Ooh, he just wanted to take man. it easy yesterday. Watch mm. out! All right, let's get to the final word. This week on Bucks Beat Podcast, former Falcons place kicker Jay Feely joins me, and we do a deep dive into the Super Bowl. And I asked Jay, if the game comes down to a field goal, which kicker are you going with? This comes down to a field goal. Jay, who are you taking? Would you take Evan McPherson or Matt Gay? 
Both of them have made clutch kicks and game winners already in the playoffs. I think both these kickers, both young kickers, but have, have proven themselves in the playoffs. And, you know, I, I think if they get an opportunity, they, they both would make that kick. Want to invite you to check out the entire interview with Jay Feely as we discuss the Super Bowl. He was teammates with Tom Brady at Michigan. I asked him about that. Talk about the Falcons and more. Bucks Beat is sponsored by my good friend Mickey Himes and the GetMickey.com team at Keller Williams. If you're looking for a Lake Lanier property or a home up 400, Mickey Himes is the man. Call 678-341-7474 or go to GetMickey.com, click and get an expert. So that's going to do it for the Buck Baloo Show today. Hope you'll join us the rest of the week as we talk Super Bowl all week long. For Nerney and Gillespie and Thomas Baloo saying have a great rest of the day, everybody. Thank you, Buck. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. <sighs> or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at Camp Margaritaville Lanier Islands.com. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to WadeFord.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs with Blue certified. Nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at WadeFord.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer.